Play, play football, play, play to the rules, play to the referee, cross your fingers, fingers up, you get a slight look, and make the best team win. afternoon and uh, good morning fellow reds all around the world or even good night uh, if you're up for some reason um welcome to the third pod in our four pod series uh where we look at the uh the lineups uh from from liverpool where we look at the squad where we talk about the players that we currently have that have are leaving or have left um and what we think will happen uh coming in because obviously it's uh, the end of a uh, uh, in the end quite successful season um, with United winning fuck all with uh, Everton losing their manager uh, in 10th position and uh, uh, them wanting Zidane it's it's glorious um, today we are going to talk about midfielders and I am joined uh, by Sai, by Glyn and by Drew hi guys howdy Hello. You're back. We also did uh, goalkeepers pod uh, a couple of days ago. If you've uh, not listened to that one, uh, and you think, well, uh, <laughs> we can make an interesting pod of almost an hour about goalkeepers. It's these three esteemed gentlemen, uh, and 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 um. So esteemed, today we're looking esteemed at... is a bit of a stretch, I think. Uh, Especially for you, Drew. <laughs> for all of us, mate. For all I of like us. I like to start nice. I like to start nice. Our midfield uh, this season, all in all, how do you rate it? Uh, let's start with Glyn. Well, midfielders or defenders, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go there for a start. Um, well, no, I think generally our midfields, um, it's done okay, but it's had its issues. We've had, um, obviously, one, uh, in, as in Fabino playing that position, we had Henson that position. We've had Thiago played a different role probably to what you'd expect to be playing. Um, we've had Naby, who has been like our version of Darren Anderton. Um, we've had Hendo with his injury. We've had... Um, Ginny doing generally okay. Um, so, you know, all in, it's been a bit of a mixed bag and a bit of a nightmare for, for the midfield uh, in terms of having to do all sorts of jobs they wouldn't be expecting to do. But somehow, by hook or by crook, they've uh, got us through into uh, the Champions League spot. So you have to say kind of, kind of successful in a way. Absolutely. Fully agree. Uh, any standout performers? Uh, standout performers, I think you've you've got to say Fabino for the the shift he's put in at centre back as well as in midfield. You can when he was at centre back you can see how much he's missed from the midfield. Um just the, the extra confidence in cover he gives and the way he allows the other midfielders to play when he's actually playing in his rightful position. Um so I think you you'd have to uh you'd have to pick out Fabs as the, the standout player of the group. Um Hendo was doing pretty well before his injury. Um, and Ginny, Ginny is kind of 
kind of your solid player. He doesn't really, I wouldn't say pull up trees all the time, but he's the he's the one who puts in the generally solid, decent enough performances all all the way through. So, yeah, I think my Fab's uh, Fab's been my uh, standout one. All right, fair enough. Um, m- moving over to Sai. Um, well, you as a scouser uh, been following the club uh, the, the longest, I, I guess. Um, we rarely buy big names, and the few that we've had didn't really work out. Um, we started, we 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 bought last season probably the best midfielder from Germany. Um, in, in Thiago Alcantara already had a song before the plane landed. Um, how do you rate his season? It's it's a play I know you like. It's the type of player that you like. Um, go on, uh, I'll give you the two minutes <laughs> that you had about Allison. You can give them. Uh, you can get them from uh, about Thiago now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've been looking forward to this pod because uh, unlike most people, I, I, I like I like to talk about my midfielders quite a lot because. You know, they, especially with under Jürgen Klopp, um, the the work that they have to put in to make this team successful is incredibly underappreciated. I think, uh, and we and we've seen an an evolution of Jürgen Klopp's midfield from when he joined in 2016, and I think if you remember uh, Adam Lallana sinking into his to his arms in that first game against um, Tottenham Hotspur, uh, you, you could see how he wanted to play, and then you could see. Uh, when we just fell short against Manchester City uh, and we were playing hell for leather. And then we evolved going in after that by bringing in Fabinho, which happened um, in, in the dark. Uh, and, and, and the midfield and the way we've played football has, has, has evolved and it has changed um, over the entire course of this time. And I think um, with Thiago, that, that was almost like the finest, final piece of the jigsaw for Jürgen Klopp, uh, unfortunately. The, the the platform from which Thiago could have played from uh, was was taken away from him with yeah. the, 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 the the absolutely insane amount of injuries that that, that we had and, and Thiago was um, I, I wouldn't say left floundering but almost having to play a different role uh, the, the, he was trying too hard uh, he was getting booked on a consistent basis but. You know, when you actually look at him as a footballer and when he gets a toehold in a game, he runs matches. He he dictates tempo. Uh, and, and anyone who's listened to pods over the years with, um, with with Liverpool Room, I'm a big believer in dictating the tempo of a game because you, you can speed up and you can slow down and you can, you can take the sting out of a game all with your midfielders. And I think they've been few and far between uh, with Liverpool over the years. The last one before Thiago would have been uh, Xabi Alonso. So bringing in, in Thiago for me was, uh, I'd say, with the final piece of a jigsaw, and it was, it's been a difficult season for him. But you could see in those, the games, the the, the flashes of absolute insane uh, skills that that he's got. The he's got eyes in the back of his head, and the the way he positions his body on the pitch is uh, it, it, it's just phenomenal. You, other players don't see what's happening yet. His, his body shape has has completely beaten the player before the players even got close to him. If you understand what I'm saying, you know, and, and I saw it up close and personal at that Crystal Palace game last game of the season. The way he takes the ball, he's always taken on the half turn, so he can go, so he can go forward. He's a he's an absolute wonderful talent, and I don't think that uh, his age is um, in any way, shape, or form going to going to affect that going into the new in, into this season. We're going to get two or three years out of this lad, 
um, because of the way he plays his football. I'm, I'm really, really excited now to see him uh, playing with the base of Virgil van Dijk or Canate, Matip and, and, and Joe Gomez playing behind him so he's not having to babysit his defenders that much. It's, it's, it's going to be really exciting for us this season. It's, and, and I think you'll see the, uh, the benefit in the front three as well. Absolutely. Did you get your two minutes there? Yeah, you did get about two minutes. You will get another two minutes down the line. Um, that's uh, uh, when we talk about Curtis Jones. But uh, for now, it's, uh... <laughs> um, Drew, we got in an absolute belter of a player. Um, but in, in that last game of the season, we also say goodbye to another belter. Um, one who's been the absolute backbone with his constant availability um and and constant performances in 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 genie any anything you would like to say about him um and and maybe something about the cryptic message he left um yeah i would, I, you know first up i just want to thank him for for everything he's done for the club you know without him we wouldn't have another champions league you know, he went a long way to winning us the Premier League. Um, so everything he's done for us has been fantastic. Um, however, and this is the caveat this season, I felt I felt we could have done with something a little different from him. Um, and if this season was the season for him to step up and drag the team by its bootstraps up, I didn't feel we got it with him. Um, so I'm grateful we've had him for five years. I'm not overly upset he's moving on. Um, you know, I think he's he's a fantastic player. He's, he's a good member of the team, you know, and he's he's a well-liked member of the team. I mean, I think he's a he's, – he's, I don't know him personally, but I can assume he's a wonderful person. Um, but I do think it's probably time for a little bit of evolution in the midfield, um, you know, and I think – Hopefully we'll see that with Thiago coming in this year, which I don't think he was, you know, because of all the injuries we had, got to use him to the best that we could. But I felt we started to see that um, in the latter half of the season when Favs moved back into his proper position, allowed him to do his stuff. Um, and I, I think, yeah, Ginny, not as much. So, yep. Thank you for a fantastic five years, and I wish you well for the future. <laughs> I, 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 I love I love Jeannie Wijnaldum. You know, anyone who's listened again over the years has, has listened to me wax lyrical about a, a player who has facilitated the Liverpool midfield um, for for the five years that he's been with us. Wonderful athlete, technically fantastic, continuity player. Um, well, what what you said there, Drew, was was quite interesting. You said that you're looking for him to step up a level. This year, he's not that sort of player, and he isn't. They, they, those sort of players are very, very few and far between. They're generational players, the likes of Steven Gerrard, Xabi Alonso, latterly Thiago. They're, they're, they're generational players, and that's why midfield's so important. Jeannie Wijnaldum is, is, is a very, very good player, but he's a facilitator for the players around him rather than a fulcrum. Uh, yeah. and, and, and I, th- I think I think you know the, the, I understand exactly where you're coming from, but you know you're looking for that sort of player from the likes of Thiago. Um, that, that it is there maybe Jordan Henderson to a lesser extent, but Jet Lord, Jordan Henderson's were 
as talented as he is, is more of a cheerleader, captain, uh, lead by example with blood, sweat and tears. Um, yeah. I, think I, wanted, I think I wanted a bit more like what Jordan brought to it, especially when he got injured. I think I wanted a bit more of that. Yeah, a bit more positivity from from um, Ginny. And at times it felt like he was just going through the motions. But 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 as, as I say, mate, it's a difference between a facilitator and a fulcrum, right? Mm. He, he, he's he, he's been a wonderful talent, uh, and I think we've been blessed and lucky to have him at, yes. at Liverpool Football Club. I agree with um, you. I agree with you completely there. Absolutely, I know you do, mate. Mm. I know you mm. do. Uh, and and I, I wish him. I'm wishing the best. I'm absolutely gutted that he's gone. Um, the, the cryptic tweet. I mean, I know I know you're all you're all looking for a bit of conspiracy here. I purely think it's down to Liverpool's wage structure and his age, and the fact that he is a facilitator, a facilitator rather than a fulcrum. Again, you know, why spend out 200, 200 grand, two hundred and fifty grand, which is evidently what he's what he's pretty much looking for as as a player who plays fifty one games in a Championship winning side. Why, why would you pay that when you can go out and get something at twenty two, twenty three, and pay them less and turn them into that? So. I, I I would have loved them to have stayed. I would love them to stay. I would have given them a pay rise, you know, of, of even a hundred percent and go up to one hundred and twenty grand a year. But you know, this this is a bloke who's looking at Thiago uh, and how much he earns, and he wants to go and earn that. So you know, I, I can only understand exactly what he's doing, and he's going to go and get that at Barcelona. So fair play to. Him. Yeah, absolutely. I I I'm, I kind of agree with you both. Um, been a fantastic servant for the club. Um, the only thing that worries me is last season we we lost two leaders in the in 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 the dressing room, Glenn. Um, I, I I know you don't rate Lallana as a footballer, but you have to rate him as um as the footballer, as the squad player, as the uh, as the role he had to play in the squad. Um, and 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 same as Lovren. Now we're losing. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 two people. I'm, I'm more looking at I'm more looking at the squad. Um, and Genie was uh, voted by by that squad as 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 fourth uh fourth captain. Um, he's he's important in the dressing room. I don't disagree with that at all. I just I just uh not yeah. the fact that I have <laughs> I to know. rate Nalada and Lovren in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know as, like... as footballers, but you have to rate them as as the leaders yeah. of that squad. Uh, that set the tone, um, and that basically Milner will not uh, play more games next season. You reckon? I mean, he's he's, he's about eight hundred and ninety next season. Uh, he'll still run the most as everybody, um, but he won't be as influential. And then you've got uh, uh, Henderson on 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 the pitch with his one, two, three months a season that he's out. Um, do 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 you see? Do you feel that something is lacking in that leadership department? Um, I think the way uh, obviously the experience that Thiago's got kind of helps kind of negate that a little bit. Um, I think the players are already kind of looking up to him just by the way he plays on the pitch. He's always biting into the tackles. Um, like we said earlier, a few too many yellow cards maybe. Tried a bit too hard, but he's the first one to kind of to try and retrieve the ball to to do this that and the other so along with Henderson and his, his pure leadership skills that we've seen he's got I think Thiago with what he brings um and we'll have to obviously step up a bit next season when he gets to do a bit more of his natural game uh with with Ginny gone as well 
Um, I don't think it's a massive issue in terms of leadership. Um, obviously, Van Dijk is going to be back. He's obviously going to be leading from a bit further back. Um, Fabinho's kind of like a, a calm head in midfield, so he kind of influences those around him as well. Maybe not leadership-wise, but keeps everything calm in that kind of way. So I don't see it being a massive issue. I do, I do think Ginny will be missed. Um, I, I do think he was a very good player and he was very popular in the squad. So, yes, he will be missed, but I, I think we'll deal with it. Yeah, in, 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 in that sense, footballers are, know how that works. They they know how rotation works. They, they, players go and, and, and uh, they, they, they come to a club, they stay for a couple of seasons, and they, then they move on. I think um, it's, it's totally different. Is it if like Ginny was at the height of his career and he'd just been coming and snatched by say Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Real Madrid, if he's been ripped away from the club, the club weren't willing to let him go. I think that's a different situation. But yeah, yeah the club may would have, maybe would have liked to kept him for a season more or so, and the right kind of the right deal could have been met. And yeah, I wouldn't have been against him staying either. But I think because of the way it's happened and the fact he's gone in the way he has, I don't think it's an actually kind of nightmare for the club at all. I think it'd be dealt with not too badly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Talking succession, um, we, we we obviously there's basically three names who are now in the squad who might want to look up. Um, I would say last season, if everybody's fit, there's four midfielders that absolutely go for three places, and that's Thiago, Hendo, Fabinho, and Gini. Um, and then behind that. There's uh, Curtis Jones, who plays quite a few games last season. Uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain and, and, and Naby Keita. Um Is Curtis Jones going to be that succession? How he's do you see his, his trajectory? He's got everything in, in the box, isn't he? He's got all about him, which could make him uh, that special player that we need. And obviously being a local lad as well gives that bit of extra spark to the situation. Um you know, I think he's got everything about him. He's got the passion. He's got the ability. He's got the skills. He's got respect to the players around him as well. Even for being so young, when he's on the pitch, there's no trouble with the players kind of getting involved in kind of passing to him and making the runs for him to pass to them. So he's got every every possibility of making it, but it's it just depends on, I suppose, if we bring anyone in who's going to kind of take that opportunity away from him a bit or... If Klopp is going to say, no, I'm going to promote you a bit in the squad and give you even more game time to prove yourself. Absolutely. Uh, I, I know Sai uh, is dying to get in on this uh, Curtis Jones chat. So then I wouldn't let him. That was you. I know he's dying. I've been hanging for a while. <laughs> that's that's the type of person you are, Drew. I'm, 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 I'm more generous in that sense, so I'll, I'll, I'll happily have Sai say, uh, okay, uh, say have, have another two minutes on uh, on on Curtis Jones. Uh, so I think you've seen him play live. Uh, I know it, it, it's interesting listening to Glenn. Glenn's talking about will Curtis Jones make it? Will Curtis Jones make that step up? For me, it's not about whether he makes that step up. I think he already has. Um, for me, it's about whether he takes it up and goes up a level to become a world-class player. Because for me, Curtis Jones has got absolutely everything. Everything. The kid is, is you know, what a talent he is. You know, he, he, he ran, he's ran games, and he did run games last season, even when we were shit. Um, I, I remember the, the game that we lost 4-1 to Man City. 
everyone seems to think, yeah, oh, we got absolutely battered. We didn't. We, we were actually, you know, matching them for 60, 70 minutes, and then we died in the last 20, 25. And Curtis Jones ran that football match. He ran that football match, and he, he did it repeatedly, quietly, but he did it repeatedly as, as, as the season went on. This is a player who is exceptionally good in tight spaces, very, very calm on the ball. Um, he's a natural leader. He's naturally confident in what he's trying to do. He dribbles well. He carries the ball well. He passes well, and he's got a real eye for a forward pass. For me, I think this kid's got... It's not a case of how how good is how good is he. It's how good could he potentially be, and, and, and I think he could be amongst the very, very best in the world. I, I believe in him that highly. Um, and I think I think we're very very lucky to have him, to be honest with you. You know, um, and I think that that more than anything else, that's why we've looked at Genie and Alden and people have been saying, um, do we need another midfielder? Now, if we go out and we buy another midfielder, it's not because that we don't trust Curtis Jones to take up Genie's position. It's because we don't trust either Navi Cater or Alex Oxlade Chamberlain to, to to play regularly. You were talking about four the four players there, um Jeannie, Fabs, Hendo, um uh, Yeah, in, in, in that in that midfield. And I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. Um I would actually put Curtis Jones into that next season. That's how good he is. He played how, how many games did he play this season? He's he's got to be twenty, twenty five games this season. All right, he got injured um and, and had a bit of an issue at the under twenty one game. But but for me, I I I think he's an absolutely wonderful player, aren't it? As I say, all he needs to do now is add goals to his game. And they will come because he's getting in the right positions. If we'd have actually been Liverpool of the last two seasons, he would have scored 15 goals this year because he was getting, you know, he's arriving late into the box. And he's arriving late into a box and a side that wasn't playing particularly well, going through 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 rough patches. Um, I, I, I just think... The, the, the disrespect or the, the 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 lack of excitement around him is is quite incredible, really, for me. Uh, wonderful player from Liverpool, and I think he's going to be a very very big big player for Liverpool in the next ten years. That that, that I, to be honest, I, I, I put, I'd stake money on it. He's that good. I'd, like you know, I absolutely agree with you. He's been involved this season in 34 games, playing almost 2,000 minutes, four goals, five assists. Uh, Drew, that's very decent. Um, if you consider that Nambi Keita plays about 400 minutes and Oxlade about 180 minutes uh, or 250-ish. Um, how, how do you look at those two? What's, what's next for them? And what do we need to do as a club with them? I don't know. You know, I've, I've always supported Naby and I've always supported Ox, but we just can't continue like that. You know, we need players that are going to be there, ready and available. So I don't, I don't really don't know what 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 they're going to do with them because I'm trying to think of who we'd replace them with. Uh, that wouldn't cost an absolute fortune um, because I don't think we've got an absolute fortune to spend. Um, so I really don't know. You know, we've lost Jimmy, who was there and available for every game. Um, but the amount of injuries we've had in the midfield, I think, gave the opportunity for Curtis to shine, and and shine he did. Um, you know, you probably find that if we 
had the defence we had and Fabs been available and Hendo had been available to play midfield all the time, we probably wouldn't have even got half of those games. So from that point of view, it's a blessing for him um, and, and gave him the time. But Naby, I don't know, there's a, there's a great player in there. It just We just don't see it often enough. Ox, I'm not sure. I think he may have peaked two years ago. And then the injuries, unfortunately, have just, just finished him off. That being said, he did score a good goal. Uh, yeah, the few cameos, the few cameos that he had this season, uh, I think he he looked quite bright. Um, it's just far and and and, and uh, few and that, far in between. Yeah, that that's the issue. You know, he's keep come on for five minutes and or two minutes at the end, and uh, no one can really be expected to do much there. Unless you're Allison and wanted to go up and score a goal. Yeah, um, well, funny enough, he's got, obviously uh, he scores a goal. He only, he only uh, needs 30 seconds. Um, yeah. But but not not all players are at Allison's capability. So, you know. Um, yeah, a lot of I, us only have a good 30 seconds in us, do <laughs> Pardon? Yeah, yeah. I say a lot of us only have a good 30 seconds in us. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need. That's all yeah, we need. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, so it's, yeah, I just I don't I don't give, know. Give, given the fact that Oxlade, um, when he's played this season, he's either played as a replacement for Bobby playing centrally through the middle, or you know in in, in one of the wide areas up front. Um, is that maybe somewhere that we're looking at using him next season? He's got that. He still's got the pace, so that's good. Um, whether you can get enough minutes out of him, I, I don't know. Mm. Um. But maybe he's not. He he shouldn't be in this midfielder chat anymore, and he needs to be moved to 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 the next spot where we talk about attackers. Yeah, uh, and it, I suppose the other one you could talk about is Shakiri as well in the midfield. You know, it's a similar sort of thing. Is he really he hasn't played much? You know, I think it's time for move those people, those players on. I don't know. I'm just trying to think who are we going to be able to bring in to replace. Yeah, if, if if we look on um, uh, uh, Glenn on 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 coming in, uh, thanks for that uh, for 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 bridging that through. Um, if we look at players that are mentioned coming in, it's it's Basuma, and then it's Basuma isn't um, by the same people who said Tiago isn't the target uh, who we signed the next day. Um, so Basuma is definitely of interest to 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 the Liverpool hierarchy. Um, but also Florian Neuhaus from from Germany, um, and um, I I find it very difficult to, to 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 get his name right. But I think it's Gonzalves from Sporting Portugal. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's basically done what what Bruno couldn't do. Uh, they play in a similar position. Uh, Bruno couldn't get his sporting side to 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 win the league. He's left. He's fucked off. He's been crying around at Old Trafford all season, and Gonzalez stepped up and uh, uh, and 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 made Sporting actually we were uh, uh, champions of Portugal. Um, that's the three names that are mentioned a lot. Um, how how do you feel that we press on with with transfers in in midfield? I'm pretty honest. Uh, I've seen obviously Basuma a few times. Not seen a great deal of him, but I've seen from what I have seen, he's quite uh, seems quite a powerful player. Seems to um, like to burst like from midfield with a ball and 
got a decent long range shot on him. Um, no house I've heard of, but I haven't really seen him play. And Galvez, whatever his name is from Sporting. <laughs> Once again, I've heard the name, but I've I've not seen him play. Um, so I'm probably the worst person to speak to about uh, what these players could bring to our team, to be honest. But um, you know, it's yeah. it's it's another one of those, isn't it? It's kind of uh, people. Yeah, but what do you expect in in type of players? What do you think? type well, of players we bring in will we bring in a substitute to Fabinho will we bring in a Henderson light or do we think, do something wild and 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 something extremely different and we focus more on the 4-2-3-1 next season I don't know what do you I think we definitely do lack uh, a Henderson kind of suitable Henderson not Henderson sorry uh, Fabinho replacement um, if he misses for any reason we do very much notice it and rightly so the player he is it's hard to hard to have a, a decent substitute for in, in a squad really um so maybe someone for Fabino but then again like um maybe uh a Ginny type Pendo type kind of hybrid type situation um obviously Ginny's plays a lot of games and he's on his way so somebody needs to kind of step in to fill is void in the squad in a way. It's, it's hard to say, really, to be honest. All right, well, because you've been absolutely useless, I'll, I'll quickly move on to Sai, who might I have an be. idea. I, 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 say, <laughs> I say this is your No, 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 I, I know you agree with that. <laughs> no, I say, I, I just started with Sai, to be honest. You failed there, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he already had two minutes on Diago and two minutes on, 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 on Curtis. He needs a breather in between. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can carry on, don't worry. All right, we'll go on. And, and, and I've, I've got a third go in me. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, that's uh, not what she said. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, for, for, for me, and as, as I said earlier, look, everything Lana went, Curtis Jones took his place in, in, in the squad this season. Uh, and he played more games than was expected, more games than he expected, more games that Jürgen Klopp expected. But he really picked it up and started to to make a difference towards the latter end of 2020, um, and, and and continued that into 2021. So for me, he's now take almost taken that position of Genie Wijnaldum. So if we're going to bring in a new centre midfielder, it will be at the expense of actually Chamberlain and Navi Keita. Now, do we think Naby Keita is going to play the required amount of minutes? Do we think Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain can recapture some of that form from a couple of years ago, pre-big injuries? Two massive questions, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and, and I think that that's where we need to start looking at. Would would we look to to possibly bring another midfielder in, in in that position? I don't think personally we need to look at a number ten in the in the Goncalves um, mould. Because I think we've got those coming through, um, all right, albeit they're, they're in the under-18s slash under-23s. This Polish kid, Mushilovsky, um, the likes of um, the, the lad we picked up from Derby as well, albeit he's, he's more of a winger, but you can play in that role. Uh, Freundorf as well. I think these players are coming through. I wouldn't be looking to fill that number 10 role as yet. Um Midfielder-wise, I mean, you've mentioned all the same that, you know, Basuma, because he obviously ticks all the boxes that one Alden does. Um, and then you, you've got the Neuhaus from, from, from Munch and Gladbach. I can't believe 
in any way, shape or form that we are not in for Ryan Gravenbach of uh, Ajax. Yeah, that, he, that, he's that, absolutely that. brilliant. He has said, though, that he needs one or two more seasons. Yeah. In and he's absolutely. right. So, absolutely. But, 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 but that, that's the profile of play that we'd be looking at. So why spend now when you can wait 12 months and spend then and, and, and pick up the right player? And we've been known to do that. We, we, I, I personally, I think we've got midfielders there. When you look at um, Fabinho, Henderson, uh, Curtis Jones, Thiago, then you've got Jimmy Milner, the cyborg, Oxlade Chamberlain, and Naby Keita, and then you, you could potentially, I mean, there, there's seven players right there. And then you, you, you look at the likes of Jack Kane and um, Jake Kane, sorry, and, and Leighton Clarkson coming through as well to add number eight and nine. And no, that's like and that, 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 that's if you're playing a 4-3-3. Uh, if you go to number 10s, then you've got different players. I, I That's why I don't think this season they will go health level for a centre midfielder. I think that will be next year. I, I, I can honestly see us going big on an attacker this this summer. But for me, if, you, if you're looking at midfielders, um, Gravenberch from, from Ajax, I, I'd be looking to do a deal for them now for next season. That, yeah, that we, so you, you buy him and you loan him back uh, yeah, for the rest yeah, of the well, or, or essentially what you do is you say, right, okay, we'll give you the money next year, but we'll give you £10 million now. Yeah, basically the same as we did with uh, with Naby Keita. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the, that's what I'd be looking for. Um, the, that that for Him, for me, is the exact profile of a, a sentiment field that Jürgen Klopp likes, and I would be incredibly surprised if we are not slap-bang in the middle of that. Um, but we need to get there before he becomes a 60, 70, 80 million pound player, I think, which he's, he's not far from at, at, at the moment. Um, so, I mean, the, the, that, that player, that, that's the type of player that I think that, that, that we'll go for. Um, yeah, he, he is in the squad for the Euro, so if he, if he managed to get minutes, a lot of minutes in, in, in that uh, next to Frankie de Jong, it's, it's going to be very difficult, I yeah. think. Um, yeah. But he said he's, he's, he's coached by his, uh, his, his, uh, his dad. Um, and they all said, and they're quite. That's he. He he doesn't even as a footballer. He fits the mold, but he also fits the mold as as a person. He's um he's really down to earth. He's 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 calm. He's he's really cool about how good he is. He he won't be rushed into making making a decision. Um, and he feels, and his dad also feels that he needs at least one more season that he leaves as the best player in the league by a country mile before he moves up uh, or the, the step up's just too big and he comes in as a talent and if he plays two or three games at the Euros or uh, you know he, he comes on and he plays 30 minutes or something in, in, in a couple of those games and you know, no, no, no. Ajax do do the double next season again with him playing 50 games. Um, they have a good run in Europe. Then you move move up as an arrived player, and you could say, you know, I'm I'm an international. I play a tournament. I've uh, I've, I've I've done the double twice in a row, um, and 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 I carry that Ajax midfield there. So, hello guys, I'm here, and. Um, so yeah, I I feel that we need to be in for him as well. Um, I do think that uh, I I'm 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 a big fan of of, of Neuhaus. I've I've watched him a couple of times. Um, 
I think he's a Henderson light. He 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 plays in a in a, in a bit of a similar mold. He, he gets the ball. He, he he comes deep to to receive the ball. Turns quick, and he loves a diagonal pass. Um, so in in that sense, I can really see uh, Neuhaus coming off. I I do understand where you're coming from, saying why spend the money now. Um, we've we've seen this season banking on two injury prone centre backs to stay fit. Um, it turned absolute disastrous, and I'm not saying that can happen. Uh, but banking on Keita and Oxlade to play the 2,000 minutes Curtis played this year, and Curtis the 4,000 minutes that Genie played, I think that's a very, very big risk. I, w- I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't disagree, but um, I, I, I think it's one I'd be willing to take. Knowing that you know Alex was uh, much fitter towards the end of the season, and I think the the reason he was played in the positions he was played and coming off the bench because he's come off two massive injuries, mate, um, and you, you can't then put him into a side which is failing miserably. It's the reason why Simicus didn't play at left back. I think we'll see a lot of Simicus going forward. I appreciate yeah, that. I think so too. In the pod, and I think we'll see a lot of him going forward. He's now had a year to settle into in, into the club, but why risk? him when you've got Andy Robertson there and I think uh, you, you look at the way Klopp um, coaches, the way Klopp brings his uh, his people in and the way he develops them uh, I, I, I don't think that uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain is done by any stretch of the imagination I don't think Naby Keita is done to be perfectly honest with you I think this season is make or break for absolutely both of them no yeah. two ways about that and I think if, if but, you know, it all goes to shit. There'll be two priority positions next season. But this season, you can say, right, okay, well, we'll take that risk and we'll put it up front. So instead of having the the, the front three plus shotter, we'll have the front three plus shotter plus one, and 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 we can then start developing the youngsters um, through as well. So midfield wise, I don't see us spending big. To be honest with you, this summer, I think this is going to be um, the year of Curtis Jones. It also depends if we get some kind of out of left field, some kind of random somebody taking a punt on Cater and putting in a decent offer for him. You know, I suppose if that comes about, we might look to cash in and then really have to go into the transfer market. But yeah, I don't see any urgency. I think, like Sai says, we're not in any desperate situation. Oh, do, do we need to do that? I mean, look, look at Canate, right? He's come in. He's obviously very close to Naby Cater. It's almost like we're trying to unlock. Uh, Naby Keita, the same way as Man United has done to Paul Pogba <laughs> over the years. Uh, so maybe yeah, this let, is the last let's not the follow dice. that route. Because <laughs> yeah, it's worked so well for United with Pogba. We haven't had him but, for long uh, enough. <laughs> I, actually, I absolutely love Keita and I'm, I'm actually gutted the way things have turned out for him so far. So if we unlock him and it works, I'll be over the moon. Don't get me wrong. Well, and and, and you, you look at the you look at the profile of the midfielders we've got now, right? You've got Fabinho. For me, that midfield you, you would look at putting Fabinho, if Liverpool's playing well, Fabinho in the number six, Thiago being the fulcrum and Cater being the progressor. And and that, that, that on paper, is, is, is our best midfield. But it's all on paper. We've not seen it. And, and we've, not, we've not seen Naby Cater actually do it on a regular basis. We've not seen the heart from him. We've not seen the commitment. We've not seen an awful lot of things um, to go with his undoubted skills. And, and and that for me, when you talk about midfielders this year, 
Um, we signed him th- oh God, three years ago now for a ridiculous amount of money and we were supposed to be getting this all singing, all dancing, dynamic player. Uh, and I do think he's been underrated in the games that he has played because you, you can tell by the stats that he gets, you know, the, the, the amount of presses that he does, that his cleverness uh, off the ball, I think is massively underrated. Um, but we've not been able to do it on a regular enough basis. And, and, and like you, Drew, you, 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 you got that feeling that is he almost never going to do it? This is, this is massively key this season. This, this is off the charts, cliff edge type thing for Naby Keita now. He's, yeah, he's, got, yeah. he's, he's got to do it or, or, he, or we, we end up having a £50 million pound flop. I, I agree and with still you there. Contract. I, I, I agree with you there. I think uh, for him and for Oxford, this is their last season. If it comes right, it won't be their last season. But if it doesn't come right, it will be the last season. I do think Zerdan Shakiri is, is probably not going to stay. Um, so I think we'll lose another midfielder there. Um, but just, just you know, thinking a little bit whilst you guys were chatting, you know, you're talking about spending a, uh, on a, an attacker. Maybe, maybe Bobby could slot into the number 10 role if we change our formation slightly. Or maybe with the amount of centre-backs we got, maybe someone like John Matip could cover for a Fabino. Um, you know, so there are a couple of other options. And then the other one, I mean, has been mentioned a few times, but what about someone like Yuri Tielemans? Oh, yeah, he was linked to. Um, yeah. I, I was coming to you um, to talk about Grujic a bit, but um, um, we can save that for later. I, I, I like the Tielemans shout. I think he's... Uh, He's a very, very complete midfielder. Um, still young, only 24. You know, um, he'd, he'd probably be a good shot to, to spend some money on. Um, you know, he's been, he said, what's it, two full seasons at Leicester, played virtually yep. every game for them. You know, he's got six goals this season. Something that our midfield definitely lacked this season um, was goals from midfield. Um, so he could be something, you know. I probably I I know him better than the other guys that have been mentioned <laughs> <laughs> because I don't really watch much other than ourselves and uh, a few Premier League games. Um, so and he's young, he'd fit the profile. That's an yeah. interesting thing you mentioned there, Eric Ruich. Hmm. Apparently, he's had a pretty solid season in Porto. Obviously, I've not seen. So myself just heard people talking about it. Has he got any chance of staying? Um, the, the reports from all the 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 the, uh, the people around the club um, are saying that he's out the door. Um, that they're looking to offload him, uh, Origi, Shakiri, and Wilson as as the main players to to. Uh, to both make way and, 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 and make a few bucks on. Every time I've seen Grujic play, I think there's a player in there. I think he's a bit of a Fabinho light. Um, if he had stayed this season, which he couldn't do because of the, the homegrown issues. Mm. Um, we've talked about that in the in the defenders chat uh, as to why Kabak uh, might not have been picked. Um, he he, he 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 has to move because of the homegrown issue. I think if he'd stayed through, uh, Grujic would have played 10, 15 games in the absence of Fabinho in midfield and maybe even tried at, at centre-back. 
Yeah, he, might, he might have um, had a few more games than, than Curtis, um, but that all is, you know, it's all speculation, really. Um, but, yeah, I mean, every time I've seen him, I've liked him, and I just feel like he'd never really got a chance with us. I mean, he, he was, he was Jürgen's first purchase. Um, I don't know how many games he's played for us. It's not many. No, not many. Usually he's been off, off loan on loan to uh, Hertha twice. Um, in the first season of Klopp, he he was at the he was club. Loaned, he was really young. He was loaned back to his. Uh, no, he wasn't loaned back. Uh, he was played under 23s, didn't he? Yeah, mostly. Mm. And then uh, he went to Hertha, and they said he was the best midfielder of Hertha Berlin since mm. the dawn of Hertha Berlin. Um, he he went back for a second spell, which was less successful, but still still a starter there. Um, and this season he's been at Porto, which he, where he played the games. Um, he hasn't. I don't think he started a lot, and and absolutely said it set set the league on fire. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I do think uh, uh, Sai that there's a player in there. I don't know what you feel. Um, yes, there is a player in there. Is, is is my first answer. Is he a Liverpool player? No. Uh, I, I would say conclusively no. I don't think he's mobile enough. Um, I don't think he's clever enough for, for, for Liverpool. I think he needs more structure uh, and, and more close management. I don't think he's free in his thinking enough for me. Um, I, I, I think cashing in-wise, you could make a decent amount of money on him. And I think that's what we should be looking to do. He's had... You know, good loans at, at Hertha Berlin. He's had a decent loan, albeit not um, not tearing up any trees with Porto. You can make a decent amount of money on him uh, over and above what we paid for him and let him go and career, continue his career elsewhere. All right. Um, well, I, I do hope we, we get to see more of him still. Uh, I really think there's a, um, there's a player in there that can do different jobs. I think he can play centre-back. He's tall enough. He's strong enough, um, and from that uh, centre back position, I think he can, you know, distribute well. His, his passing range is obviously good. He started as a number ten and kept dropping back. Um, I, I do think he can play a bit like what Fabinho does. I, I do agree. He would. You'd have to do it when we have Virgil and and uh, Mati and, and Gomez and and Henderson around him available. Um, to talk him through the games while ideally you want a player in that position to make the decisions where do I need to go what what holes do I need to plug where do I need to where can I sense the danger so I, I, I that is something that I, is, is difficult for me to, to, to see because I haven't seen him play enough um, but yeah I'll go with you on that Um Glenn, any last words on Grujic? Um, yeah, just like I said, I, I think he's going to be a decent player at a reasonable level, but I don't think he's for us. I just haven't looked at the games he's played, and he may have played, like I think it's 23 league games this season, but a lot of them are like one minute, five minutes, ten minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's played do, like the last. Do, do, you know, do you know the best period of uh, Marco Grujic for Liverpool? Was the header he scored against Barcelona? Barcelona, pre-season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and and I, th- I think that says it all. 
um, for me. So uh, good, good player. You'll make some money from him. You've made a profit. Cut your losses. Get someone better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the 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 thing is, and that that also goes a bit with with Wilson. Um, if you go on loan and you do well on loan, we don't reward the player for it. I mean, I I would have thought that on 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 the backhand of of last season, Wilson doing quite well at least in numbers for um for for Bournemouth. Um, he at least got to have a season with us. Um, the same with Grujic. He did, did two seasons at Hertha. I, I expected him to be after the first season at Hertha where he was absolutely fantastic. Uh, you think he gets one now and then he gets loaned back and you can see why because it's a lot of... He, he knows where it is so he can progress a bit. Um, but we don't do that, Clint. Uh, we don't reward them with now you have a season with us and you get to showcase what, what yeah. you've learned on loan. I suppose it's like a little bit different, like you were saying earlier, like Brewitt's just affected more by like the, the kind of homegrown player issue than mm. like, like Wilson, you know, it's kind of a little bit different. Um, I think that's possibly his main kind of for really. Um, was the fact that fitting him into the squad in that way and wanting to use like the, the, the kind of, uh, I'm going to figure it elsewhere, really. Um, but to be honest, with you guys, I mean, I, I personally, I think this is a pun in itself, right? You know, the, the, the whole loans and how, and how Liverpool <laughs> does the loans. Because, you know, you're talking about Liverpool not doing it properly, Gruwich, Harry Wilson. What about Harvey Elliott? He's, yeah, he's okay. going to be he's going to be on the next pot, so we we're not allowed to have Harvey no, Elliott. But, 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 you but don't get same... two minutes on Harvey Elliott now. No, no. But but, <laughs> but at the same time, you know what? If it comes if it comes about what the loan are, I think we do do the loan system correctly. What you're actually looking at is um, the, the the club having more information than ourselves on how good this player is and how good the potential of this player is, and that's why. Um, they, they 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 don't quite make it. You're trying to generate maximum value for them. Marco Gruich has had issues with um, being um, a foreigner and the the whole Brexit and the change of the rules and all that sort of thing. But he's still a valuable asset that we can make money out of and therefore generate other people to come in. So when we talk about loans and all the rest of it, I just I just want to be uh, you know absolutely clear here that some of these players they're not up to it. Uh they're, they're not up to the Liverpool level, but they're just below that. And as much as we want to see young players coming through, not all of them are going to do that. So we can't be overly romantic about it. No, no I do, but if I'm if I'm uh Leighton Clarkson and Klopp comes to me and says, you know, we, we talked about things and we feel you need a loan this year. I'm of the view going off on what I see around me if I'm sent out to loan. Um, you know, that's that. If I'm was, good enough, I'm integrated, I'm integrated into the squad. I'm played, I'm, I'm used. Um, Alex, uh, Trent, uh, Trent's been used. Uh, uh, Curtis is used. Hey, uh, who's the Nick last Williams. one player to go out and then come back and make it for Liverpool? I can't think. No, and, and, and they don't. I mean, but look at Curtis Jones this season, right? They deliberately didn't loan him out. Mm. And, and people people were thinking, but that's because they knew he was going to be good enough. So he came through. Harvey Elliott, you're talking about the front three who you can't 
possibly get into. That's worked out a treat for him. He's got to come back next season. He's going to yeah, play. And, and, and so, he's incredibly young. Yes. So that's, that's so, so, so I, 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 just thought, I, I, I see what you're saying. I do. Absolutely, I do. I just think that um, we use the loan system more to get the maximum value from a player rather than developing their skill sets. Oh, well, that's think... only a recent thing as well. We, we failed to do that for so many years. We used yes. to lose all of our fringe players, the players who weren't quite good enough, for peanuts. Hmm. And it's literally the past, what do you say, four years? Yeah, so, uh, anyhow, needs to get a job soon. <laughs> yeah. Sake so about more of our fringe players. Yeah, yeah but that's the, that's the only time we started really making proper use of the loan system to actually, like Ty says, get, get the proper money for these players that we can do. And for some of these players, ridiculous money we shouldn't have got. Well, yeah, Brad Smith, um, six million. I wouldn't have yeah. paid six pence. But, uh, <laughs> George Knight. Yeah. Divock Origi went on there, came back, played. I mean, yeah. he did shite on loan as well. Mm. Yeah, really? so the thing is, you don't do good on loan, and then you're back in the squad. If you do well on loan, <laughs> that's you fucked. It depends on the level of how well you've done. And I don't, you know, Harry Wilson, for example, I don't think he's ever shown that he's good enough for, for Liverpool. He's, he's not quick enough. Yes, he had a, he had a good free kick, uh, scored a few goals that way. I'm just not sure he's, he's ever suited our requirements. So I think the, that, the loans have been shop window stuff. And that's been the case with a few of the youngsters. Um, uh, Harvey Elliott, I think, is not. It's just to get him playing because he's too good for the under twenty threes. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, and he's uh, too young to chuck in now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, maybe Grouch just he's been good for a Porto or you know or Hertha Berlin, but not good enough for Liverpool. So that's why he, when he has been available, he hasn't played. Uh, so yeah, I think it's probably just yeah, shop window stuff. Um, and and I think the guys have to see if you've been offered a loan, well, it's your chance to prove that you are good enough. And if you don't, well, you know, you can still have a career elsewhere. They're not they're not restricting. You know, that they've got to look at it like that. They're not restricting the, the the guy's career. They're getting him the shop window. No, no, window no, they're, to be they're still helping, and, mm. and and that's that's the bit I I do like. Um, mm. They're not gonna say. Um, all right, mate. Uh, just stick around. We'll play you in the under twenty threes, and we'll see how you do. Yeah. So unfortunately, and I like you, I would love to have seen Grouch get a, a run. I just don't think he's. I think that ship has sailed. Um, I think this season was his chance, and they chose to put him out on loan again. So I just think that's it. What's he? Must be twenty five now. He's twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I think that ship sailed with him. So I don't think he's going to be one of the midfielders. So we're either going to get a, a one a one midfielder in, or we might just cover the gaps with a with a centre back at you know as a defensive midfielder, uh, or get a forward and pull Bobby back into the number ten role occasionally and, and rear it up there. But I still think I think we're in for one player. I suppose like you say though, like Bruce has been on loan for three seasons. It's not really a squad player we need to replace, is he? No, you know, we've not missed him. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I think I think we've got with Ginny leaving, we've got to replace him. I think, um, and I think Shakiri's leaving. 
So I think there's room to replace with one player. I don't think we'd get two players, but I think there would be one player we're probably looking at. I hope it's Yuri Tielemans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's next season. Mm. Cool. Yeah. I haven't watched IX Plus, so I can't comment on that. Well, I'll, I'll take your, I'll defer to your superior knowledge there. Um, He's the absolute so. business. Um, I still think we'll probably need one this season, though. You know, I just have the feeling we'll look at one. There's one Whether more name. There's one more name that's that's more mentioned among fans than uh, j- journalists, uh, and that's Kamavinga. Everybody who plays football manager knows who Kamavinga is. Um, but in 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 real life, he's a phenomenal young midfielder um, that is about to go to 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 uh, Paris Saint Germain. Uh, well, yeah, they're, they're looking at that. Um, but it, it's already astonishing numbers in, in the 60, 70, 80 million. Um, and we all know that PSG don't make you cheaper as a player. Um, Sai, um, what are your thoughts about Kamavinga? <laughs> um, and I, I think I think he's already gone beyond... Um, what, what Liverpool's talking about. I think the, the whole wonder kid narrative uh, around him is as, as caught, caught fire and he's obviously going to come for a ridiculous amount of money uh, somewhere else. And to be honest with you, if you want to spend 60, 70, 80 million on a player, you need to make sure, damn sure that they're absolutely ready to play at the top level for you from the beginning, um, which you could probably do in, in, in France and probably do at the Paris Saint-Germain. He's certainly not going to do it at Liverpool in the Premier League. Um, and, and, and that's a shame, you know, if you can get him for 30, 25, 30 million, he's well worth it. Grab and Berge, as we talked about earlier, you, next season, you probably will be worth the 50, 60 million. Um, you, you, were t- you were saying earlier, though, mate, about, uh, oh, there's, there's, there's only one more name. For me, I, I think I think we're missing one here. Um, and Inter Milan are selling at the moment, uh, and, and they're selling quite heavily. I'd be taking a damn good look at Nicola Barella. Um, at, at, at Inter Milan, he's—I um, I think he's a player who's got absolutely everything. I appreciate that Italians generally don't travel well to Liverpool. I think it gives everyone, you know, sleepless nights when you start talking about Alberto Aquilani, uh, Andre De Sena, and so on. But um, yeah, Marini, he Balotelli, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. But this kid, I think he's um, cultured skillful, athletic, works hard, got an eye for a pass. Um, and I, I think he'd make a great number eight if we were to look at it. So, you, I mean, for me, if, if it was me looking at a player and it was fantasy football, football manager, whichever way you want to look at it, um, I'd be looking at Ryan Grabenbecher and Nicola Barella from, from Inter Milan rather than Camavinga, who I think he's, he's already gone way beyond us. Yeah. Talking about big names and all that, um, I you never hear from Milinkovic Savic anymore. He's still at Lazio, isn't he? I nearly mentioned him before, actually. I think he's a great player. Um, I, he missed the trick, not uh, not leaving Lazio back back in the day. I think because uh, if I remember correctly, it was between himself and um, Naby Keita, and obviously yeah. the uh, the whole uh, we'll 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 give you the money now for Naby Keita and. Uh, I think Lazio at the time were quoting 60, 70, 80 million for Savic and it was just getting crazy. Whereas I think uh, at, at the time, if they had sold him for 40 million, we'd have taken him. Uh, he's got the profile, the right profile of, of a, of a Jürgen Klopp midfielder. But now, instead of being 22, he's 26. 
And I think, uh, you know, when, when that sort of profile hits, then you pretty much miss the boat. Yeah, because he hasn't played the Champions League no. that, that much. Um, he hasn't played at, at the top end where you can say a 26-year-old should be instant ready to carry everything. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he simply missed that trick, yeah. So that shows you how difficult it is to get a transfer right. Um, do you move too soon? Do you move too early? Do you move on your hype? Or do you do you think, I, I need one more season before I make the jump and then an injury hits? It, it, it's... It, Transfer business is is extremely difficult. Um, and and, and, and th- you're hitting the nail on the head there, Eric. I mean, you talk about Camavinga, and I appreciate he's he's, he's got the, the, the profile and the rest of it. Paul Pogba at, at Juventus, when Manchester yeah. United bought him, what they paid eighty million for him. Why the why they fucked him and go in the first place? I don't know. But they now spend. It's not only the eighty million that they spent on him; it's the whole agents' fees that that were around. It made it in excess of a million quid. Then they've given them a massive new contract year on year. Then they bought Fred and Eggs and Y all to try and unlock them. Just Paul Pogba on his own to make sure that Paul Pogba can play football has probably cost Man United the best part of 250 million quid. And the, the, is it worthwhile? Is it fuck? You know, it really isn't. You know, and you've got for, for, so us, for us, it's been fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> but it has. And it's, been, it's been a wonderful watch. But he's done everything he could, he's, he, he could over the last couple of years to get out of United. And um, I think, you know, when you when you look at the Camavinga, that sort of profile scares me because he, I think he, he's done nothing really, really in the grand scheme of things, being as talented as he is, to warrant a transfer fee of, of the size that they would be talking about. Well, he, he is in the, in the France squad and not in the London uh... No, he was in the under twenty ones. He was on the bench. Yeah, but but he reminds me of Jan Jan Vila, right? Yeah, Jan Vila back in the day, Liverpool were linked with him year in year out, and he didn't end up at Sunderland or something at one point. He, he oh. went on a loan to Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. So that shows you everything. <laughs> that, 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 that's the sort of that's why you've got to be so careful when you're buying a, a, a Camavinga because for Emmy every. Um, Angolo Kante that you get, you you also get a Mario Balotelli, and you you've got to be really careful. And more times than, than than often you get a Mario Balotelli, and I think that's something that um, Edwards has got right year in year out. He very rarely ever signs a dud. Yeah, um, maybe Nabi Kaita to to to, to yeah, be the yeah, first yeah. real dud in in a decade for Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that's all down to injuries, and Edwards probably can't ca- you know count for that. If he'd been uninjured through that time, I think we would have seen we probably wouldn't be calling him a dad. D- d- difficult to say. Mm. Um, I, I I'm notoriously not a huge fan of, of Nabi Keita, and especially the Nabi Keita is going to transform the midfield, pissing all over what Henderson and Ronaldo have been doing for, uh, throughout their careers for us. Um, that's what annoyed me the most, but still, I I never see him go that long and, and go that deep and, and, and you know... It, it feels the, the difference is Wijnaldum doesn't get picked for Barcelona. He is so angry. He comes on, and I think 
Sai and, and, and Andrew might remember this game. I maybe went there, not sure. Um, but he comes on and he's so angry he doesn't get picked. He bangs two goals and he tells you, 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 you never not pick me again. And every time Kaita is, is not picked, I don't see that reaction. I think it's I think it's a bit different though because he's he's not got the confidence in his body he's not got the experience of games in the Premier League he's in a totally different place to Jimmy I do get what you're saying but I also think it's two totally different situations yeah, in, yeah, in, no, a, no, no, no. in a certain way I agree with you but at the same time you know Nabi Case has now been here three years he's not been here three weeks it's not been here one year it, it, it's not been in just two years it's, it's now three seasons and what's his biggest one of games in those three seasons. Exactly, and that's that's the point, right? If your body's not up to it, then we need to cut our losses to a certain extent. I'm, I'm, as, I'm as big a fan as that as Nabi Keita as the next person. I can't yeah, but, justify uh, the 55 million quid anymore. The I thing totally is agree, now, totally though... Agree, but, there, yeah. say, but there we're talking about his body not being up to it rather than his attitude. Because um, yeah, more than his body. I, I, I do think we've seen more than enough um, evidence to suggest his attitude probably isn't in the right place as well. But rather than make this pod about that, then uh, yeah, I think that's a whole different thing, the mental side of football, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll do another pod of this uh, after we've done the loan pod. Um, you, you can set that one up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, as, as we discussed, transfer business is incredibly difficult uh, to get it right from both the player sense as the, uh, um, the technical director's sense. Um, Playing a bit of Michael Edwards, Drew, what would you do? And then do the reverse thing again. What do you think that club will do with the midfield is this transfer window? I think, um, obviously, the, the fringe players um, will be sent on their way. So I don't think we'll be keeping Grudge, Wilson. Um, I think Shakiri will be on his way. Um, and obviously Junior, we know, has already left. So I think Nabi and Ox will get another year. You would give uh, them another year? I would give them another year. Um, and I'd bring in one other midfielder. Um, I would probably choose T. Lemons because I don't know the, enough about the others. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy pickings. That's, that's yeah. reasonable. Um, but he's, I know there's one. I like player. this one. Why? Why he's, would I need? Yeah, he's a it's, great it's like player. buying a car. You go to pick a car. You think I yeah. like this car. Yeah, it's got exactly. the color I want. It drives as, as as I like it. Why do I need to look at four other cars as, if this is the car that, that does the trick for me? <laughs> exactly Fair that. Fair exactly oh, that. Absolutely. Um, and I think he would suit our, our team. I think the way he plays would be. Would be very good for our team. So I think he'd be a, a strong contributor to that midfield. I think Curtis will will continue his growth. Um, so you know, I think your first choice midfield is is Fabs, Thiago, and and um, Hendo. Um, but I do think uh, Curtis will be given a fair amount of ch- chance there. We'll still have Millie for another year, so. He'd probably play less and less, um, but he's still reliable, still super fit. So you can chuck him in for a game and you know he'll give, a, give his all. Um, so, yeah, I think the fringe players are gone, plus Shakiri, who's really a fringe player, um, and possibly one more. I think that's what you're going to want to. But I, I can't say he's going to buy key limits. 
No, you, you don't think it's Neilman. Will he buy well, one? I, I think he'll buy one. I can't say who it would be, though. All right, fair enough. Uh, Sai? No, I don't what, think he'll buy midfield do? this year. I don't. And, and, and for, for me, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I think this season has been horrific injury-wise, and therefore Fabinho was played more often than not at centre-back. Rightly or wrongly, that's a whole different conversation. So, therefore, we didn't really feel him as a midfielder until the latter part of the season, you know, going into the last 10 games when we'd done the madness to get back us back into the top four. Um, with that in mind, you know, you look at the players around him, Henderson will be back. Uh, you've got Curtis Jones there. You know, you've got Oxlade-Chamberlain and, and, and Naby Keita, which hopefully will make one able-bodied player um, to, 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 to be able to go forward. Um <laughs> And, and Thiago, obviously, who's the, 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 the porn star, fantastic midfielder that we've wanted for, 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 for many a year. Would I be looking for a midfielder this year? No. Um, I, I, I do think we need, we, we've done the right thing. We've gone out, we've bought Canate. Um, and then we, we, if, we, if we look up top for this year, if there's extra money available, say you make a, a ridiculous amount on Gruwich, Wilson, so on and so forth, then yeah, you know why not have a look at Tielemans or or similar. Personally, I wouldn't go for Tielemans, Drew. I don't think he's got the legs. Um, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, I don't think he lasts 90 minutes particularly well. Uh, he's got he's he's a scorer of great goals rather than a great player. And I, I think there's something else that we need uh, as a profile. So I'd I'd, I'd happily wait a year. Jürgen Klopp, honestly, I think he's probably thinking the same way, but. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. It's not like I'm going for coffee with them on a weekly basis. So, yeah, you just you just never know with um with with what Mickey Edwards and and Jurgen Klopp actually does. It's going to be an interesting season. I don't think we're in any any major rush to sign a midfielder. Uh, I think we've got enough to cover. Ox, I don't think we lose anything at all by giving him another season. Kato, I wouldn't actively try and sell, but if someone comes in with a decent offer, I consider it very much so. Um. But yeah, I'm looking for obviously Fabs, Thiago, Henderson be the main three. Um, Jones getting hopefully similar or maybe more games than he's had this season. Um, hopefully, uh, like I said, the Ox and Naby Bolton together, and hopefully they get ten minutes out of them. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I don't think there's gonna be a hell of a lot of action around buying midfielders. It's mainly gonna be selling the fringe ones, as we said. And uh, not overly exciting season for incoming midfielders, but um, that's a positive, really, because it shows we've already got pretty much at the club what we need. I I, I would buy. I would buy two. I would not bank on on Ox and and, and Keita. Um, I I would get in two bodies um, simply because of the fact that Genie plays 4,000 minutes a season and we don't have a player ready available to do that. Yes, we've we've lost Fabinho, but um, we also Fabinho can also get injured with him playing in midfield. He doesn't need to 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 be moved to to centre back to, to to get an injury. I don't think we have someone who can cover uh, in that six uh, um, because it it takes too much out of Henderson, who's who's getting on and has his uh, uh, has his own share of injuries. Um, so yeah, I would get into. I, I, I would personally go for Neuhaus. I don't think he's going to be that expensive um, because 
German players rarely are. And I think he's got fantastic potential and, um, and he can get, he can, can learn the next one, two seasons from Henderson, um, and then gradually taken over from him and, and, uh, uh, seeing him leave. So I will do one and, and what else uh, that all the names I've mentioned, um, it all depends on the money, uh, but I do would look uh, look at an, 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 an number six, uh, maybe a wild shout. I'm, I'm not sure on this a, a contract situation or whatever, but I, I really like Wilf and Didi um, from from Leicester. Uh, really like him. So um, I'm, I don't think Klopp will do any of that. Uh, he, he might do Neuhaus, but he won't do two. Uh, that's that's the ultimate sentiment and uh well who knows maybe ben davis is a midfielder after all show and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right um that's it for uh, uh for now we will have uh, uh a last put on the attackers uh thank you very much for listening i hope you like it find us on the uh on the social medias let us know what you think uh thanks to glenn thanks to Sai, thanks to drew uh hope to thanks. see you all soon hope you thanks, enjoyed Eric. it cheers cheers guys that was fun don't forget, don't forget the bench pod don't forget the canting lady pod sure what size bashing away at yeah yeah. (laughs) do you edit the fuck out of that bit (laughs) (laughs) so i rescue us save our ass i talk about camavinga yeah so if you're there you can uh you can have a camavinga chat (laughs) yeah he's obviously has nothing to say about it